Hello and welcome back to the show. I hope that you are enjoying this series. This was an idea that I had to pull this five-part series out of my Zoom recording vault and make it public for a bit. It is something that is near and dear to my heart because the topics, what I'm touching on, what I share with you, all of this has been part of my journey. A woman that was dependent on welfare, dependent on the government to literally give me money so that I could buy snacks. Being in that place to building a brand and over the course of start to finish, creating and generating about $2 million in revenue. It's just, it's mind-blowing what we can do when we start to question what we believe, why we believe it, and have the willingness, the courage, the commitment to change how we see ourselves, to change the thoughts that we think, to change where our focus is. And because we have that power to shape shift our reality, it's so exciting to share these with you because what I know is if you listen, grab your journal, get your pen, Write down your takeaway. Write down what you have to remember. Write down what you are not going to forget. Something that you've heard, something you felt, something you experienced during the training. And there's so much power in that. So this is really important work. Now, that being said, I want you to enjoy this episode. Receive it, receive it, receive it. Decide that it's going to change your life. The thing that's so exciting about changing our money reality is that when we do so much else changes because it's not really about the money. It's like we're moving through life and suddenly, at least this was my experience and I see this happening with my clients, is what was there all along, you finally wake up to it. You're like, oh, I could have been saying yes to this before. I could have allowed this before. I could have welcomed this into my life before. I could have said no to that. I could have shut this down. But sometimes we don't know because we're in our patterns of familiar lifestyle what we've known, sometimes, oftentimes, what we've grown up with. So I want you to enjoy this. Let me know how it goes. I would love to hear your takeaways. Like, what is your favorite part? What is your favorite part so far? We're moving through three days. Let me know. Send me a DM. Send me an email. I would love to hear how this is helping you. And for now, enjoy the episode. And the thing I really love about this work that we're doing with money is as you may have caught by now, it's actually not about money. It's about you. It's about what you believe about yourself. It's about your connection to source. It's about what you believe you're worth. And here's the thing that can be really tricky and kind of frustrating about this. I know some people get very frustrated. I know that I did in the past, and I know that some of my clients have as well, is that you don't know what you don't know. So you show up and you do the work because we're asking for the unconscious to come conscious. So let's tune in. Let's close our eyes. And we're going to begin to tune in with each other, with our work for the day. Just find that place of stillness, of rest. Notice where you are as you come into the room. 
your eyes are closed, giving your body permission to be completely, completely still. And in that stillness, find safety. Look for peace. Look for peace internally. Look for peace externally. Look for peace in the room around you. Look for peace and comfort in the fact that we're all here together doing this work. Find that peace that resides within you at all times. When you close your eyes, you can always find it if you're looking for it. Take a deep breath into that, welcoming even more peace to flood your awareness. Opening your body, opening your heart, opening your mind even more. Right now, you have an opportunity to set an intention. And when we intend, that means that we intend to see. We intend to know. We intend to be. It's not a goal. It's a way of setting ourselves up for what we want to experience. So what are you intending for this time together? Take a moment and be with it. Just like you looked for peace, I want you to look for whatever it is that you're intending. See that it's all around you. See that it's inside of you. See that you are it. You always have been. Always will be. And go ahead and take three deep breaths into that. Allowing that intention to saturate you, to flood your awareness. Allowing each breath to take you deeper into that state of peace and whatever your intention is. As you finish up that third deep breath, I want you to have a moment with your body and let your body know that you are safe and that you're here present with her. It's safe to receive. It's safe to discover new information. It's safe to change your mind. What's one thing that you are willing to change your mind about? What's the first thing that comes to mind? Something that you're willing to completely shift the way that you see it or agree on it. And then just set that free, knowing that your question, that willingness, that intention there is already doing work. Come back into peace. Once again, look for the peace all around you. Look for the peace in the room around you. 
Look for the peace internally. Look for the stillness, the silence, the ease. Now, three more breaths, but I want these breaths to feel like you are filtering something else. Very deep, very intense exhales. However, it feels natural and normal for you. Let's go. Deep breath in, filling up the chest, filling up the belly, and then let it all out. One more time. Deep breath in, filling up all of you, taking yourself as full as you can, and then letting it all go. Final breath together. Deep breath in. Filling, 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 holding it at the top. Remembering what you're intending to see today. And then let, letting go, letting go, letting go. Here we are again. In this space, in the sacred circle of asking for more, of recognizing that life is a constant expansion of more. That this is only bringing us into greater alignment with the natural laws and order of life. So we say yes to this collectively and individually. We remember that today has never happened before. And we treat it as so. And I speak this word over each and every one of us that we may see ourselves and recognize our divinity in a way that we've never recognized it before. And so it is. So ladies, when you're ready, let's come back into our session. How did that feel for you? Let us know. What was your experience like with peace and your intention? Hmm. Calming and liberating. I had a huge release of old pain. I love it. I haven't felt like that in so long. Grounding, expansive, release. I love that a lot of women are having releases. I read about some releases that were happening yesterday. And the beautiful thing is about this energy is to find the peace, to find the relaxation because we believe that working harder or being more fierce is like the way to make more money. And oftentimes it's actually not, it's actually not. And I think it just depends too on where you're at in your business and all the things. But I'll tell you in the past four months, I've had two $100,000 plus launches. And in that it's actually me being more and more at peace, more and more relaxed, less trying to force you um, whoever unmuted themselves, please mute yourselves. Let me see here. Mute all. All right. So let me see just these comments and shares here. All right. So I'm seeing the grounded. I'm seeing the expansive. This is what we're looking for. We're really looking for that. And anything, there's no right or wrong here. But I want you to connect with the sense of peace and safety. That's the opposite of living in survival, right? So. This came to me this morning because, A, I love hip-hop music. I listen to mostly EDM hip-hop or spiritual music. But my daughter plays some of these songs that are, like, pretty, like, to the extreme for hip-hop. And there was this one song, and I caught a line out of it, and I really liked it. And it said, the only thing that you said was wrong with money is that you didn't have enough of it. 
And I really like that. It's Trippy Red. So if y'all know who Trippy Red is, he's interesting. But he had that line and I, I just, it just had to sink in for me. And I thought, how many people feel like that? You know, people are walking around thinking money. It's a problem with money. The only thing wrong with money is that you didn't have enough of it. <laughs> and what if you were okay with just making more of it? And this is what I want you to tune into. Some of these sayings that people have around money. I saw this guy post on Facebook and I wanted to write back, but then I stopped myself because I realized I don't have time for this shit. But what he wrote was so interesting. And I wanted to like defend us happy people that just share for the sake of it. And he said, Everyone that's sharing the glamorous life or that they're happy are the saddest people. And I thought, this is such BS. And this is the kind of thing that makes people not want to shine. This is the kind of thing that people want to like, I don't want to show that I'm too happy or I don't want to share my financial win. Or maybe your people are going to be triggered by this. How many of you have felt that before you share something positive or happy? Right? I would say it's probably most of us. The interesting thing is I also have someone in my mastermind and she came into the group and she said, I want to share this thing, but I don't want to feel like I'm bragging. And we're all like, girl, go share, go share. Because this is what I know. There are women that have showed up and shared their wins and what they're living like. And while, yes, it may trigger some people, it's actually given me so much permission and reminded me of what's possible. This is the... Thing that all of us are here to do in our own ways. So dimming is not going to help anyone. And especially as women are in this space where we are willing to ask for more money, we have to make peace with first loving money. How many of you openly love money? I do. It's okay if you're not there yet. <laughs> but I'm curious, who feels like when money comes out, I can't see all your hands. So let's get like a yes or a no in the comments so I can see. How many of you can openly stand in a like family dinner and say, I love money. I'm excited to make more money. Yes or no. And it's okay to not be there yet. Because here's the thing. This is how we get there. This is how we get there by being able to say, huh, I'm definitely not there. That, ma that makes you want to throw up or I'm getting there. Like some of you have said, <laughs> right? And some of you are like, yes. How many of you, okay, so Wendy says she'll feel it in her body. So, okay, then you see that like your mind is on board, but your, your body's getting on board. And Amanda says, depends who's there. <laughs> okay, so that's a no yet, right? So let's play with this. How many of you have a generational pattern of just getting by in your family or poverty? Yes or no? in the comments so I can see, because I can only see one screen of you ladies. Okay, so me, I definitely have that. And this is good to know because for those of us that have are overcoming a generational thing, it's different for your family to have money and for you to be going out on your own as a grown person and trying to make your own way that's different than someone that's like, I'm trying to go where no one in my family has ever gone before. Do we all feel that? That's me. So generational curse breaker. Yes. So for us as women, we also have this thing that's going for us 
that we have this opportunity to break this kind of generational thing that's happened for all the women in our families, because it hasn't been long where women can step up and say, I'm here to be a multimillionaire or a billionaire or whatever you're here to be. So we know that there's not only what's happening in our family, but also what's happening in the collective with women. There's also some countries and cultures where women aren't even allowed to fully show up, to fully make money. So we have all of this stuff happening. And what it is, is not to keep us small, but it's something to be aware of. Kristen says her grandpa would say, find a rich man and you will be happy. Who has thought that a rich man was the way to all of our happiness? I definitely thought that before. And that's okay if you haven't thought that, but I've definitely thought that. I'm like, oh, life will be so much easier if I actually had child support, if I had a partner. In a way, I still think it's fun to think about what me and my future husband can buy together with all of our money. Like, that's fun. But I don't need him and he doesn't need me. We can be here and saying what we need and showing up for it. So asking all of these things is so important because we want to know where we're at, what we're working with. And we have to make the decision that if we're going to be the person that goes further than anyone has gone in our family before, we have to know that this is not a passive thing. I see a lot of people in the spiritual community, especially women on some passive manifesting bullshit, and it's just not working for you. It's not working for you. And when you say it, I can feel that it's not happening. It sounds like this. Women would reach out when I would offer private coaching. Women would reach out, or sometimes they do it in my programs, but it happens less because there's all sorts of payment plan options. Women would reach out and they go, how much is this? And then they say, all right, I really want to do it. I want to see if I can manifest the money. This is such like, I'm going to just wish and see what happens. It's very passive. There's an energy of, I'm going to see if life decides to give it to me. Versus co-creation and understanding that you have source within you. Women put manifestation and creative forces outside of themselves and stand around with this unconscious energetic of, pick me. I hope I can get it. I hope I can manifest it. I hope it comes my way. If it comes my way, it's meant to be. There's a difference in understanding divine timing and you just not even being willing to meet your miracle. Divine timing is when you get the nudge that it feels like a yes for you. That's your divine timing. When you are sitting around with your divine timing, like I'm getting the nudge, I'm getting a yes, I'm getting a nudge, I'm getting a yes, but I'm just going to sit around with my hands like this. I hope it comes to me. Because you forget that there's this co-creation part where you have to show up and be actively co-creating. And this is where people forget. And then I can look in their businesses sometimes and I see why they're not making money. I'm like, oh, like this energetic over here is just all off. It's like hoping, wishing, praying. So one thing I want to invite all of you to do today is just take hoping, wishing, praying and scratch a big line and say, I'm done with this shit. I'm done hoping, wishing and praying. Well, praying, we're praying, but praying in the sense of like when we pray, there's a prayer that is a declaration of what's true and real versus God, please pick me. God, please, I'm deserving. Pick me. And that's different. And it depends what we believe about God, right? So I, I'll leave you some freedom in that one to do whatever the heck feels good. But let's take away at least at least the wishing and praying. Or the wishing, why do I want to keep saying that? The wishing and hoping. <laughs> because I don't pray like that. And the thing is, I learned exactly what Karen says. Prayer comes from this victimhood of, 
I hope I get picked, right? And a lot of us are doing that with our money. We're hoping that money picks us. I hope money picks me. I hope the clients pick me. I hope I can make that much money versus, oh, I'm making it. Whether it's coming this week, next month, or next year, it's happening. I'm showing up for it every single day, right? So we understand that it is not a passive thing. Manifestation is an active form of co-creation and that the money is always here for us to receive, but we have to be willing to meet it at the frequency that money arrives, okay? So let's go back to those numbers. Everyone have the number ready, the income amount and the sources. Now here's the tricky thing about the sources. How many of you actually had the sources written out? How many sources you have? Zero, some of you said four, okay. So here's the thing I wanna remind you all of that you may have never thought of. There's an infinite source of where money can come from. And some of you are like really writing down, and this is why I don't believe in budgeting, like hardcore budgeting, because this is what a lot of people are doing with budgeting. They're saying, here's what's coming this month. This is what I'm expecting. This is what's happening. This is how I'm spending it. You have left no space for the miracles. If I would have lived within a budget in 2016, I was making $12,000 that year. That's poverty for a single mom living in LA. And I was on welfare, so it makes sense. Do you know the next year I made $204,000? Now, this did not happen my, by me budgeting. It also did not happen, happen by me deciding that income was only going to come from these sources. So what I hear from women, and this is like, you know, it's common. So don't judge yourself if you do it, but you want to see if you do it. Are you putting yourself in a limited place? Now, I like forecasting, right? Like my team and I make forecasts of like, here's what I would like to have happen. This is fun. Let's make space for the miracle. How do I make space for the miracle? By letting go and showing up and doing exactly what feels called. But I know that I'm responsible for my energy and I'm responsible for my inner work. And if things come up along the way that say, this is, this feels risky, this feels uncomfortable, but I'm going to do it. I have to meet the miracle halfway. So some of you will, are refusing to ever meet your miracles because you want to stay right where you've been, but you don't know that you're doing that. But if I look at your actions, all of your actions say, I like it here. I don't want to go anywhere else. And that just makes people mad when they start realizing that, but it also will set you free. Right? It will set you free. So we're going to go, we're going to go more into that tomorrow. That's going to be more about tomorrow of like how you're unconsciously choosing to stay where you are. And that one really can trip us up. But the interesting thing is that we have many things that we are conscious of, but we have a, even a lot more that we're unconscious of. And there's patterns that we choose that keep us safe, but really what they're keeping us is right as we've always been. None of our, you know, I know for, I can speak for myself. My mother and grandmother worked very hard their whole life to ch make a change and to have things be different. Both of them passed without breaking those patterns. So it's on me to do it. And guess what? I've definitely done it. But I tell my daughter, she even has more responsibility. 
to do it even more, to go even further. So I tell you all this because I believe in each and every one of you, because if I can go from $12,700, $600 in a year, be in poverty level, be on welfare, that's a very not fun place to be, waiting in line to get a card with $300 to buy food and snacks. The next year making $204,000. There was a level of belief. There was a level of meeting life halfway. There were, I was asking friends to borrow money for events and, and courses and workshops. I was like, whatever I got to do to get on the other side of this, I will do. So I don't care wherever you are financially. If there's 10000 in your bank account and you want it to be 100 or if there's $100 in your bank account and you want it to be 1000 I believe in where you're at, but you have to believe in where you're at. I'm not special. Source is running through each and every one of us. And I like to just remind myself that the same source that's running through Oprah and Elon Musk is also here with me fully all the time. Do I want to tune into it or do I not? And you get to ask yourself the same question. And that's fun to think about. It's actually very liberating. So going back to what you're asking for with the money, I want you to know that the amount of money that you can actually make in a month is infinite. It could come from anywhere. The sources are actually infinite sources. I like to say that each and every one of us is infinitely resourced. But when you're thinking about what you want to buy or what you want to pay, there's some things that are going on deep down that's saying, like, you've already believed and agreed that money's only coming in this way, in this amount, and that's the only way. And that's why when people do my courses, when I work with them and they're in my programs, a lot of them do what they call mailbox money. We're like, oh, this thing just came. Oh, I have this opportunity to win some money. Oh, I just got a check from a refund I forgot about or an inheritance, whatever. Like money can come from all the places. Yes, Megan says, were you referring to the question? Yes. What I wanted to do is just in case anyone else missed this, when I asked you how much income you're creating, in March or what you're manifesting or calling in, I want you to see what you're looking at there. And are you, how many sources do you plan it to come from? And just looking in those two numbers, do you feel like you have to know where it's coming from? And if you have thought, I have to know where it's coming from or else it's not coming, you are missing out on all the ways that money can actually come to you. So, In my business, in my world, a lot of it has been a faith walk. It takes courage to have a faith walk in your life and business and in relationships and letting go of where things are going to come from. And we like to micromanage the divine and we can't micromanage God. Half of us can even micromanage our own businesses. How are we going to micromanage what God is doing for us? (laughs) We can't. So we have to remind ourselves, I don't know everything. Let me stop acting like I know everything and instead be mindful of me doing my healing work, my awakening work, my activating work. Because really what we need to do is unlock ourselves. We have it here within. So I just want you to take a moment if there's anything that you feel like you need to write down from that write it down. And then when you're ready, then just close your eyes. I want you to let this sink in some of these things because there's something that's already speaking to you, a message that you were already meant to receive in this session today. 
and just relax. Let yourself relax. You know, we have to let our bodies relax and get into receiving mode and let what we're hearing, what we hear all the time, we're taking it in, whether it's a commercial or whether you're here with me in this session. So with your eyes closed, I want you to take three deep breaths. With each breath, let out a release, a true releasing exhale. And tuning into this idea that you are infinitely resourced. That what you think is available to you, what you have known to be available to you, is actually just a drop in the bucket. It's a very small representation of what's truly available to you at all times. But how wonderful and abundant and resourced are you allowing your life to get? Where do you cut off the resourcefulness? Where do you deny the divine moving through you? Remembering that you have that same source and supply, this infinite intelligence and wisdom that is operating this entire world, universe, omniverse, whatever you want to call it, it's here. It's in you. Will you use it or will you continue to identify with the smallest self? which is what you see in the mirror. We have to go beyond what we see in the mirror and be willing to experience more of what we really are. So have a moment of experiencing. If you can, connect to the energy, connect to this wisdom, this intuition, this nudging, your higher self, whatever it feels like for you. Take a moment to Communicate with it. Tune in. And to help yourself, you can take some soothing, deep breaths. Willing to know your greater self, your infinite self. This part of you knows how to pay your bills. It knows how to do so much more than that. If you only let it, if you only allow it. So I want you to take a moment and send this remembering and this love that you're feeling, these ahas, and send this to one person in your world. And see that they too experience peace. See it in their posture. See it in their facial expressions. See that they too experience peace and abundance. Share it with someone. Sharing is key to your abundance. See them happy. And now see yourself this way. See yourself at peace. Happy, recognizing 
who you really are. Now go ahead and take six deep breaths. <clears throat> really letting go. As you're processing information, you want to support your body in having a full release. Breathing fully in, fully out. We ask right now that this intelligence continues to work with us, move through us as we continue our day, as we go out into our world, as we work, as we spend time with family and loved ones, that we radiate this sense of being infinitely resourced. We welcome the healing, the revealing, and the awakening so that we can become a more fuller expression of our truth, our abundance. And so it is. So ladies, welcome back. How did that feel for you? Were you able to connect with it? And were you able to send love to someone? Could you actually sense that and feel it? Did you have that experience? Felt real. It is real. We have to feel it in consciousness first. I love it. So it's really happening. Anything that's happening in consciousness is really happening. And that's why we have to tend to our consciousness. And we first, we have to know how to go there. We have to know how to do the work on our inner world. We've been taught to focus on the external. You know, I went to dinner with one of my friends last night and we were talking about school, the traditional schooling system and what it's done to us. And it's not all bad, but there's a way that it's trained us to disassociate from ourselves. It's also trained us to look at the external and start to memorize and program in the external. We have to really learn now, whether it's a relearning or remembering, but we have to learn how to come back home to within. Otherwise, the external is constantly pulling us. So we have to know that this is happening and we have to be willing to have the faith and the courage, it requires both, to trust and move in a way that not everyone is moving. The society has also taught us to go to school and be a good girl. Go to college, be a good girl. Collect all your college debt, pay it all off. And then get by, get by. And if you are feeling depressed, just take these pills and it will help you a long way. This is sickening. It's nonsense. It's not the way anymore. Unless, of course, that really feels aligned for you. But I have a feeling that a lot of us that are here are feeling like there's another way for us. And if you're feeling like there's another way, we have to trust that there is another way and begin to take the steps to integrate that and become that, right? So it's interesting because a lot of people have no problem 
going and signing up for a school loan that will put them in the six figures of debt, that they're going to get a job later that will pay them thirty to $70,000 a year, which, by the way, is pretty much broke in the U.S. I don't know about you, but like that's wow. It hurts to live that way. And we want more, but we try to tell ourselves we're wrong for wanting more. And then we try to Dave Ramsey our way into these boxes and live a small life that makes us feel stressed or sick. But then when it comes to investing in our love, in our growth, in our abundance, in our true dream, we're like, oh my God, can I even afford $1,000? Should I even charge my credit card? Oh my God, this is so scary. Or some of you, I mean, I have a lot of network marketing women in here. Some people are like, oh my God, there's this thing that I could buy for $350. I could possibly make more money. I could possibly have an, another community, but I don't know if I could spend $350 on it. What if it's a waste of money? It's $350. But see, we're trained to do the thing with the college. So we do what we're trained to do. Let's, hi, Annabelle, let's start this unlearning. Let's really get committed. And I'm not telling you to learn my way. Let's be clear. I'm telling you to learn to trust yourself and to follow the nudges because the nudges are the divine asking you to be more you. And when you be more you, guess what? Your bank accounts become more you. And if you're someone that likes to live a big life, your bank accounts will start to reflect that if you line up all the banks. So I see a lot of head nodding. Like you are, we're, we're feeling this, right? So we're going to go into today and we are going to look at the ways that we've been following society's way of being responsible, being a good girl, being a good mom. I will tell you all this because I know there's a lot of moms in this group. How many moms are here? Right. We have a lot of mamas. You know, I'm a single mom and I know some people say they're single moms, but they have like a partner and the partner gives them support. And I'll tell you, it's not fun being a single household, single mom in the household, but being a mom where you have no financial backing can put a lot of pressure on us. Right. And that's me. And people would tell me this. People would tell me these things like you need to think about your daughter when I would do things like invest in a program rather than buy a couch, which I share that story, but it worked for me, right? Like there were things that I did when I was going to a weekend conference, but it was like using all my tax returns. When I was doing these things, I had people that came at me and they say, you need to think of your daughter. You're not being responsible. Well, look at me now. It worked. And here's the thing. I had to trust myself. I'm not going to say that when they said those things to me, it didn't get to me. It did. I started to think like I would go to bed at night and I would think, am I making the wrong choice? What if, I'm, what if I am making the wrong choice? What if I am wasting my money? But I'll tell you, the thing we have to remember about money, money's always coming and going. It's always coming and going. You'll always find a place for your money. Start to show up and understand that you are, you have been chosen to be the single mom or the mom, whatever. You've been chosen to be right here, right now in the situations that you're in. You are here to unlock some of those things. You're here to look for the medicine and start to do the work. You have a responsibility for that. This is none of these things are a reason, whether you have a medical diagnosis, whether you have a, a past history, whether you are a single mom, whether you're a mom with an asshole husband and you're sick of him and you're ready to give him the boot. Whatever it is, just know that you have options. But you got to start acting like it and showing up like it and making decisions from that space, right? So 
I'm going to leave you all with this. We are here to remember our divinity and we don't have to speak on any of the things that suck. We can recognize them and we say, here's this thing. Now, what am I going to create? And that's the thing that we all have to do today. And we're going to look at the way that we've been limiting ourselves. We're going to look at the way that we have been pressured and, and given these ways of being. And we're going to ask, is this my truth? So take this time today and do this. For all of you that are participating in the giveaway, continue to share your things. Tag me so that we can keep track of everybody that's in it. Can't wait to see what is happening and who's going to win. We decided that we're going to announce it on Saturday just to give my team and myself space to really make sure that we got all the women because we're kind of tracking on tags. And I know some of you tag after you watch the replay and all those things. So yes, I'm in, I want to let you all know, of course, I'm happy to share my time. And here's why. Remember imp the impression of increase and giving, sharing. Do you remember we shared the feeling with someone today. How many of you could connect to sharing the feeling with someone today? So many times unconsciously, you don't want to share things because you think mine. I do it too. It's in me. We all have it. It's being human. My dogs do it. It's a, it's an animal thing, right? We're like, I want mine. It's, it's mine. Part of you being the most abundant version of yourself is sharing. It is sharing experiences, sharing the things that it light you up, sharing what you've now figured out helps you. So for all of you that this has helped you, I invite you to invite your friends. We are going to share all the replays out on Friday. So if they've missed any, they can come. But we have two more days. And as you can tell, we're already making such progress. We're going to keep making it. We're going to keep opening up, keep activating. So come tomorrow really ready. Jessica says, thank you. If you haven't gotten her book, I encourage you. Oh, shift. Yes. So let me plug my book real quick because I didn't even think to do that. If you have not read my book, my memoir, Oh, Shift, I would say definitely check it out. It's on Audible. It is on Amazon. Audible, I read it myself. So if you're more of a listener, go ahead. But I will tell you, if you're someone that has a situation like mine, where there's been addiction, there's been abuse, there's been neglect, you're a single mom all the things or a physical diagnosis. I go through having a panic disorder and doctors creating all of these identities for me. And I had to decide, no, 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 no. So I, I, I want to just share that and you will have a deeper understanding of all this. And Franny, thank you. Yes, the podcast. So thank you, Annabelle, coming through with the links. <laughs> See, when you have great friends, they're even like, they're even promoting for you. So one thing I will share with the podcast is we had an interview that we shared. I think it was like this recent one that I did. It was all about wealth consciousness, worth consciousness. So if you're feeling inspired right now and you just want to like take it further, listen to that podcast and share it with one person if you enjoy it. All right, ladies, who's going to be here tomorrow for the live session? All right, let's do this. Okay, so tomorrow come with more space. I'm feeling like we're going to be dancing and doing all the things. And I am just so excited for us, ladies. I know that we're all creating our miracles. So don't forget while you're doing your work today to claim your miracle. All right, ladies. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I have created a brand new gift exclusively for my podcast community. This gift is created to help you have the best morning and night by becoming more focused, aware, intentional, and showing up in your life with more presence. If you want access to this free gift, all you have to do is leave a review down 
below and take a screenshot. Send that screenshot to us. You can send it to my team, support at NicoleSylvester.com. The email is down in the show notes. You can also feel free to DM me on Instagram. Either way, we'll be sure to send you out this gift as a thank you for being a part of this community and leaving your honest review. And finally, if you know someone that could benefit by hearing today's message, I want to invite you to share this episode with them. I can't tell you how many times my life has been enhanced by someone sharing something powerful with me. And I know that when I come across something that's powerful, I send it out to the people I love because I want them to get that spark, to get that that feeling that comes with remembering who you are, what you're made of, and what's possible. And that's my intention for this show. Until next time, stay blessed.